Welcome to the City Life Podcast. I'm Tim Woody, the pastor of City Life Church in downtown Fort Worth. There is purpose for your life. There's a destiny you have yet to walk into, and there is hope regardless of what you're facing today. I encourage you to open your heart now to what God will be speaking to you over these next few minutes. Thank you so much, Dad. So if y'all don't know, my name is Ian. I'm his son, and I've been serving at this church for, uh, for many years. And I, just a few years ago, I uh, began serving on the staff. And I'm really excited to share God's word today. Y'all ready to hear it? So we've been going through a series called Finding Me, Searching for Me. And we have talked about a few different topics. We've been talking about identity and purpose, calling, and even how to thrive in your life. And today I'm going to be wrapping up this series by talking about destiny and your personal destiny. So today's sermon title is called My Destiny. So if you want to make a difference in this fallen world, you do need to understand these topics. First is identity. Identity, we've come up with definitions for these. Identity is who I am in Christ, a child of the king, one who walks in authority, a priest who can go directly into his presence, the holy property of God called out of darkness and into his light. And purpose, purpose is why am I here? And what gets me up in the morning? Calling is what has God set me apart and empowered me to do by the Holy Spirit to do. My anointing, what I have to exercise faith to do. And also how to thrive, how to fulfill your purpose and your calling. You must cultivate the soil of your life and commit to the field, to your field and produce fruit. Now, God has an identity for you. God has a purpose for you. God has a calling for you. And God has a destiny for you. Now, destiny is kind of an odd topic. It kind of sounds like a sort of a fictional thing, something you might hear from Star Wars. But believe me, there's fictional destiny, but there's biblical destiny, and there's God-given destiny, and that is very, very real. And destiny is something special and unique for everyone. Everyone has their own specific and unique destiny. Now, we've come up with a definition for destiny, And our definition is your unique God-ordained destination and objective that you are to arrive at and accomplish. Or, in other words, destiny is your God-ordained destination. So let's make it personal. Say, destiny Destiny. destiny Destiny. is my God-ordained destination. One more time. Destiny is my God-ordained destination. Now, I was always worried about 
destiny when I was a child. I really took life very, very seriously when I was little. And even when I was playing with my Legos as, as a child, I was always thinking about destiny and how I, or what my future would look like and how God would use me. And as I got older and I was still playing with my toys, I saw some of my friends rising up with amazing gifts and talents. And some people that were hearing from God and doing amazing things, even at a young age. And I began to get worried that I was going to miss my destiny and I was going to miss my purpose and that I somehow was going to mess up God's plan for my life through my own laziness or my own insecurity or even because of my sin. And after all, I was, as a, as a child, I was afraid. I was timid. I was selfish. I was hot-headed. I was simple. How could God use someone like me? One day we began to really invest in this thing called City Life Church. That was several years ago. And whenever I was really young, I just found myself hanging around and, and enjoying the service. But there really wasn't much for me to do besides just sit around. So then I got up one day and I started to serve. I started to help door, be, being a, a door greeter or helping out in the production area, learning how computers work and sound systems work. Uh, I helped stack chairs. I helped clean carpets. I helped with the children's ministry. Now, I grew up in church, but God never really became personal for me. You'd think being a pastor's son, you would get it the day you were born. It would all just make sense, and you would understand the grace of God, but I didn't. And I saw people around me and people my age encountering God through worship and prayer, and I just didn't get it. I'd heard all the messages. I'd engaged with all the worship. I had really tried. But one day, as I was really in the midst of serving and really applying myself to my local church, I remember very clearly one day I was just sitting in my room as a young teenager, and God touched my heart. And the ancient God of the scriptures became real to me. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was real to me. And revealed himself to me. And he began to heal my broken heart. And he began to give me peace about my future. And I started to realize that it's okay where I am because God has placed me where I am for a reason. And God's not going to leave me just because I've made mistakes. And through that, God actually began to work in me to craft an identity. And something that, that uh, my dad was very, my mom and dad were very intentional about with me growing up, and this is very good for parents too, is to instill a godly identity in your children. Because this was something I got to lean back on whenever I really engaged the stark world that we live in. And I began to craft an identity statement when I was about 16, and I want to share that with you, can I? It's, it's a little cheesy, 
and, and it's, it's kind of poetic and it rhymes, but it means a lot to me. Now, the identity that I crafted is, I am Ian David Woody, a mighty man of God. I don't walk this path for man's applaud. I wield power, love, and self-discipline. On the rock, I am not swayed by opposition. I was once slipping on a miry slope, but now I carry a promise that gives me hope. My dearest friend saved me from that grave and said, my greatest adventure is what lies ahead. And now my life no longer belongs to me, but to the, the Lord who loves me desperately. And of course, it's, it's simple and it's a little silly, but that was a, a, like a compass that pointed me north amidst so many storms that I was going to be facing in just a, a few years to come. And I engaged a lot of turmoil and a lot of pain. And that helped me go through that. As the culture was trying to attack me and tell me that I was something else completely, that kept me focused toward my destiny. Now, that's something that, I, that, that God revealed to me. And he's not done. I still don't fully know all that I am and all that I'm capable of and all that God wants for me. But I'm okay and I have peace in following God, knowing that he's going to continue revealing it to me. Now, if you don't know your identity and your purpose and your calling and you don't know where your destiny is, is going to be, then it's okay. You're not alone. And it, it, also, you haven't done anything wrong. That's another part of it. Sometimes it really just takes time for God to reveal that to you. And God speaks to us all differently. But sometimes we feel like we've even disqualified ourselves from having a great destiny. We may say things like, I've made too many mistakes. I've wasted too much time. How can God use someone with a past like mine? I've been hurt by people, or even I have hurt people. Now, if that's something that you have found yourself saying or even thinking, here are some truths that I want to share with you. You're not too early. You're not too late. You're right where God wants you to be. Even if you've made mistakes, God can redeem lost time. Sometimes we forget that God is the author and the finisher of our story. And it's okay if you don't have everything together. Perfection is not expected from you. And even if you've given up, God has not given up on you. Here's my favorite one. Oftentimes, God uses the least likely person to do the greatest things. Now, for an encouragement, I want to uh, share with you an amazing story from a really jacked up guy that God was able to use. Now, this is a guy who some of you may know. His name was Moses. Moses, one of the greatest heroes of faith. 
that was used by God in miraculous ways had a messed up past. Whenever he was a baby, he was put in the Nile River by his mom because all of the other male babies were being killed. He was an orphan. He was taken into the Egyptian, uh, the Egyptian household with, with Pharaoh, and he was a, uh, a prince of Egypt. He was raised, and he was given education and, and knowledge. And whenever he was a 40-year-old, he, uh, he made a big mistake with a promising future, looked like he was going to do great things, but he was a hot-headed guy. And he got into conflict with a slave driver that was beating a slave, one of his people. And so he killed the slave driver and he hid the body and he thought he got away with it. But then the slave was like, hey, I know what you did. And I'm telling other people about it, which you'd think that that slave would have been on his side, but no. And so then the news that he was a murderer was going all throughout Egypt and he left Egypt eluding justice and his life and his reputation seemed to have been gone. He then began to live in the wilderness. He met a beautiful woman who he married and he began working for his father-in-law and he then had a new life, a simple life, but a good life. And as he was working for his father-in-law, he was a shepherd. And one day when he was 80 years old, just know that if you haven't figured everything out or you haven't gotten your destiny yet, just know that Moses, the hero of faith, only started on his road to his destiny when he was 80 years old. So y'all can calm down. When he was 80 years old, he encountered God in a burning bush. And then God began to speak to Moses and he began to call him out of his life into an amazing destiny. Now, I want to read a little bit from this passage. And I want to show y'all how Moses responded to all of this. Now, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 10, it says, Therefore, which is God speaking, Therefore, come now, and I will send you to Pharaoh, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, and I, that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? So God has called him, but he doesn't feel qualified. Now guys, keep in mind that your destiny is something that is a bit bigger than you, and you need God for. Then he said, certainly I will be with you, and this shall be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the, the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God at this mountain. So he's saying that, you know what the sign will be for you? That you'll actually do this. Then you'll know that I am God. And it's like, okay, well, that's not very encouraging. But here's the thing. God gave Moses a new identity. 
He gave him a purpose. He gave him a call. And that pointed him to his destiny. And even though he had God, he had God with him and in his corner, he still felt unqualified. And it continues on where Moses says, I don't know if I can do this. I'm not a good speaker. I'm a stutterer. God's like, well, who made man's mouth? Just get, get your brother and he can speak for you. It's like, well, uh, well I, don't, I just don't know if I can do it. What if they don't believe me? And God said, well, what's that in your hand? And Moses was holding a staff. Is it a stick? God's like, throw it on the ground. So he did. He threw his staff, his shepherd's staff on the ground, and it became a serpent, a snake. And he was terrified, and he ran away. God said, calm down, go and grab the snake by the end of its tail. And he did so, and it turned back into a staff. He's like, this will be another sign. And he was given even more signs and more miracles. And then he finally went. Listen, if God can use an 80-year-old, self-sabotaging, stuttering murderer, he can use you. He can use you. There's an amazing quote from C.S. Lewis that I want to share with y'all. And this is just a, a, uh, it's been an encouragement to me. Whenever I'm going through my own difficulties and I'm fighting my own battles, or I feel unqualified. This quote is, Affliction is often the thing which prepares an ordinary person for an extraordinary destiny. Now, Moses, he went through a lot of affliction. And he went through a lot of turmoil. He had a rough past. But that prepared him for an extraordinary destiny. Because Moses, Moses was raised in Egypt as royalty. So he was given amazing education that was necessary for whenever he brought the slaves out of Egypt and they went into the wilderness, he knew how to find food. He knew how to take care of these people. He gave them basic hygiene rules that they didn't know. That's, that really kept them alive. Moses learned how to be a military tacticianer. He knew how to go into battles and how to succeed. These slaves that he brought out of Egypt didn't know anything. And he was able to turn them into an army. Moses, for 40 years, was a shepherd think, how can God use that? Well, he became a shepherd with those people. He became a shepherd over Israel, and he took care of them like he took care of his sheep. He learned leadership through being a shepherd. God used all of those things to prepare him for his destiny. That's something else I want you to know, that where you are right now, you may be encountering some kind of crazy obstacle or something completely random that, why, why do I even have to go through this? But for all you know, God is using that to prepare you for your destiny. Now, just having an identity and a purpose and a calling doesn't give you a, a cushy life. You're not promised an easy life because you have these things. 
Moses had to face a lot of these difficulties and hardships to accomplish his destiny. But it made lasting change that we're still talking about today. A long time later. We not only see this in Moses' story, but there are many heroes of the scriptures that accomplished great things while going through difficulties. Moses while facing Pharaoh. Joshua facing the promised land. David facing Goliath. The disciples facing persecution and even death. And Jesus facing the cross. Now these heroes of scripture are awesome guys, but our great example is Jesus. He's the one we should base our life on. And Jesus, he had to go through his own difficulties and his own turmoil to accomplish his destiny. Jesus, he had to face the cross, which was the most difficult thing anyone could do because it wasn't just facing an execution. It was also facing carrying all of our sin, our past, present, and future sin, carrying it in his own human body and having God turn away from him and having that weight of sin crush and kill him. That's what Jesus had to face on the cross. But because, G- but because God turned his face from Jesus in that moment, God turns his face to us now. Jesus took that sin so that we may be blameless before God. Now, studying Jesus' life and his ministry and the amazing works that he did, we learn that oftentimes to accomplish our destinies, we need to be willing to sacrifice some things. We need to be willing to sacrifice happiness, oftentimes. Comfortability, stability, wealth, sometimes relationships, sometimes dreams, and even our lives. Here's the beautiful thing. In Matthew 16, verse 25, it says, whoever wants to save his life will lose it. So if you try and hold on to your life, try and make yourself happy and try to live your own life, you're going to lose your life. But whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. You must take up your cross and follow me. What does it mean to take up your cross and follow Jesus? Well, that means that we've all got some issues. We've all got struggles. We've all got pain. But here's what we can do. We can pick that up, and we can begin to pursue Jesus. And as you begin to engage in this self-sacrificial life, as you sacrifice your life to Jesus and you offer it to him, you may trade what you think makes you happy for joy and for peace and for eternal life. Now, eternal life, just keep this in mind, eternal life begins not whenever you enter heaven, but whenever you surrender your life to Jesus and begin to walk on that road to your destiny. We don't have to wait for eternal life and to enjoy it. We get to enjoy it now. How can I begin 
this journey toward my destiny. This is some great information, some great content, but how do I, where do I start? How do I start on this road to my destiny? Well, you start by giving your life up to Jesus and surrendering it to Jesus. And from there, I recommend doing what I did. God works differently through all of us. But I recommend starting to serve at your local church and invest in the kingdom of God. You may feel like you've wasted your time in some places, but every, everything invested in the kingdom of God is never in vain, never in vain. Now God can use amazing gifts and talents that you have to further the mission of making Jesus known. Whether you are an aspiring musician, whether you're tech savvy, maybe you're great with people, maybe you can smile really well, maybe you can uh, take care of children. These are all areas in which our church needs you, in which you can use these gifts and you can use them for the kingdom of God. And if God has never made sense to you, or if he's never touched you before, or if he's never revealed himself to you, that's the place to start. Position yourself to be in a place where God is always moving. And believe me, you will hear from God and he will reveal himself to you. Now, if you wanna start serving, then really just come and find me and ask, where can I serve? Or we also have our elders too. If you're an elder, raise your hand. Look around, look around. These people who are raising their hands, you can go and ask one of them and they can get you started. And as we position ourselves to be used by God and to hear God, we're one step closer to our God-given destiny and know that God has a destiny and a plan for your life. He loves you, he wants the best for you and he will never give up on you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for your love for us. I thank you for dying on the cross for us. I thank you that you gave up a life of of happiness for a life of destiny. I thank you that you saved our lives through your obedience. Thank you for facing the cross. Lord Jesus, we surrender our lives to you. We want to be used by you. Lord, I pray that you reveal yourself to us. I pray that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would be known to us. I thank you, Jesus, that you have a plan for us. You have given us identity. You're giving us purpose. You're giving us a calling. And that all paves the way to our destiny. So Lord, I pray that you would you would touch our hearts, you would change our lives so that we can begin that path toward our destiny. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the City Life Church podcast. I would love for you to attend one of our worship services right here in downtown Fort Worth. So if you'd like more information, simply go to citylifefw.com. 
God bless.